I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 237 of the CantoBite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I am recovering from accidentally shaving off half of my eyebrow. Oh, no. Yes. Thank God you weren't able to tell, so... This guy right here, I'm pointing uh-huh. to my my left eyebrow. So I I've been using that like derma planning tool where mm-hmm. like you shave your face. And yeah, I got out of the shower one night and I was using it and like because I was getting out of the shower and my skin was all moisty moist. Um, I I flicked too hard <laughs> and I shaved <laughs> off half of my eyebrow. <laughs> so i've been having to pencil in my eyebrow the past week and thank god like no one has really noticed except i had told carlos immediately after it happened like he was in the shower and i was like i shaved off my eyebrow and he looks at me he's like no you didn't i'm like no you don't understand i did but it i had i had to pencil it all in but it, it's it just it's like really thin like it's oh, okay. kind of like it's it's very sperm browy so i have to like take time in the mornings now to pencil it in so you know friends out there if you're using your derma planning tools just make sure you, you're careful around your eyebrows so you don't shave off half your eyebrow like me love it now we definitely okay like, definitely can't tell over skype so yeah i, w- I was really proud i know i i i had a dentist appointment last Wednesday and I was going over to my parents' house and I was like really nervous because like I didn't want them to know that I shaved off half of my eyebrow. So like thank God like Carlos was with me. I'm like, hey, can you head to like Dollar Tree and get me like an eyebrow pencil or something? He got me one. I was able to, to kind of pencil it in with the, the shitty, the shittiest pencil you've ever seen in your life. But like no one asked me questions. So that's good. But I'm gonna see my family again this weekend. So hopefully they don't ask me questions about my eyebrows. Yeah, you gotta be a little more careful going forward. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely learned a, a life lesson, especially today when I grabbed it. I, I looked at it and said, I gotta be more careful with you. Uh-huh. You might you might rip off my face. <laughs> so I don't know, moral to the story. But yeah, it, it's a great tool. Like it's almost better than like waxing because I always get my face waxed before sour celebration. And I'm always like disappointed because I'm like 
hair's grown back so fucking fast. And I feel like with like the derma planning, like it, it really grows slower. So I should just stop getting my face waxed. But it's like it's a very relaxing process of them like ripping off your skin because it's like, ah, I'm getting cleaned off the hair off my face. And it gets me excited for like my future events. But unfortunately, I, I got my face waxed on the Wednesday that I found out that I was going alone. So I think it was a bad luck face wax. Oh, yeah, that's the that's the that's the reason. It's just a bad luck face wax. That set everything in motion. Yeah, maybe the face wax like triggered like life and um changed the passport date on Carlos's passport and like some like weird like magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that can happen. Yeah. So just be careful out there when you get your face waxed cuz like just just check your things before and after to make sure like there are no uh yeah. no differences. Yeah. So, how are you doing? You're you're not shaving off eyebrows or anything? No, no, no eyebrow shaving off. Um, I did get a bad bruise on my thumbnail, but beyond that, I'm okay. Oh, what'd you do? I was prying off the the like plastic cap on a uh, a cardboard uh, poster tube. Ooh. And like like you know like when the nail bends back. Mm-hmm. It did that, and then it, like, instantly became, like, this horrible little bruise under my nail. It doesn't hurt anymore, but it's still, like, the tip of the nail is blackened. Ugh, I hate that. You know, that happened once to, like, my ring finger, where I was, like, lifting weights or something, and I, like, hit a weight on my finger, and it's, like, it's just, it's, like, forever affected the nail. I just feel like the nail is just ugly, like, since then, because it did the thing where it just immediately bruises, and then it, it, like... It has the nail start from like a different area than before. Oh yeah, yeah my uh, my my left thumbnail. I when I was in like middle school, I closed my thumb in a car door, which don't recommend. Hurts a lot. But no. ever since then, it like grows back funny. It sort of like the top layer of the nail splits. So it'll then like it'll get like it'll like peel off or get caught in things. It's like this little V split. Just like the top half of the nail, and it's not like all the way to the to the flesh. It's just like the top couple layers of the nail, and it's just it's never. I don't know what happened. It like never grew back right. That's so weird. I mean, like I've had that too with like toenails because I have like a lot of like ingrown toenail issues because like sports and everything. So like that happens sometimes. Like just it, nails come off, nails whatever. It's just nails are just weird. Like just, I just wish yeah. they looked nice. It's just weird that it has, like, affected it forever and not just it was weird for a while. Because even, like, I went to the, like, the doctor for it and he, like, like, right after it happened. And he, this sounds so fucking disgusting, he, like, pulled the nail out and put it back in. Because there was some way that it was, like, in my hand that needed to be, like, fixed. But, yeah. So he took it out. And put it back in, and it yeah. stayed in? Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. I don't think, no. Yeah. Maybe that's why, that, like, it's, like, you, your your system was just, like, okay, we're adopting this nail. Like, that's the opportunity, you know? Like, like get yeah, a, I think get it, a, I think it was, like, he didn't want to, like, just, like, take it off and leave it, like, exposed. Yeah, so, like, he like he like, ad- he, like adjusted how it was in my thumb, which yeah, it was really bad. It also hurt like fucking shit. Ugh, he like hate- he 
he gave it a shot. You know, he like gave me like a, a numbing shot on like half of my thumb. And then it like the shot itself hurt like crazy. And he's always like, well, I can give you another shot, which is really, really going to hurt. Or we can do the thing that is also going to hurt and just get it done. <laughs> so we went for the just get it done option rather than sticking another giant fucking needle in my thumb. But oh, that's rough. I always hate when they like they numb up. Because I, I used to get ingrown nails, so, like, I'd have to, like, numb it up. But then it's, like, it just feels like they're just, like, digging oh, forever. You they're can still, just... like, feel the sensation, even if you're not feeling the pain. Yeah, it's it's just, it's weird. But I don't know. I'd rather have no nail than a fucked up nail. Because, like, they always grow back. Like, I know they don't recommend it, but that's what Eps- that's what God made Epsom salt for. Like, it's fine. <laughs> there's ointment. There's Epsom salt. Like, you can do it yourself. Like, they say you shouldn't play fucking doctor. But sometimes you have to. But I'm fine. Yeah. Anyway, I just have a fucked up thumb. It's annoying. Yeah. Ugh. I know. My nails finally grew back after celebration. So, like, now I have to start painting them again. But I just, I haven't gravitated towards the nail polish yet. I think that's, like, when, like, I know I'm going to be, like, 100% is, like, when I start, like, painting my nails again. But also, like, I'm going to be, like, on, like, proposal watch. Because, like, mm-hmm. I always joke around that, like, my nails are going to be busted as fuck when I get engaged. So, like, I don't want to, like, jinx anything. So, I'm just, like, I just, I I, I, I just don't want to jinx anything. So, because life's been really shitty lately. So, Aww. just one of those things where I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, tell life I want something. And life be like, fuck you, that's not happening. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you don't want to, like, set yourself up for life being another thing to take away from you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I don't need my passport to be expired, you know? No, I'm kidding. Totally fine. But, yeah, I did. I was, when I was talking to Kev today, make sure to ask him when his passport expires. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel so bad that Carlos now has become, like, the poster child uh-huh. of, like, making sure that your passport Dude. is not expired. None of our friends are ever going to have an expired passport now. I know, which, like, I'm so happy for, but also, like, I feel so bad for him. Like, I feel bad that, like, he never got to go on this, like, amazing trip. Yeah. So, like, now we're planning Japan, and we're, like, we're going to do all these things. And I think this summer, or at the end of the month, we're going to go hiking again. Because we used to do a lot of hiking during COVID. But it's going to be nice to, like, get away, to have an actual vacation with him. Because we haven't had a vacation together in a long time. I mean, I had a vacation. It was, it was fucking great. But I was alone. So... Now I have to learn how to vacation with people again because get used to vacationing by yourself, you know, like Mm -hmm. you make your own rules. You get to sleep in the middle of the bed like you can change your mind at any point, not feel bad about it. Then like you add another person to it. It's like, oh, man. I have to share. I have to share to share things. But. But yeah, it is what it is. (sighs) Well, I'm excited for for you and for for Kev, I don't know if you've said yet on the podcast that. Oh yeah, because we didn't record last week. Yeah, he's coming yeah. at the end of May, first work week of June. So like the day he gets in the day after Memorial Day, and then he's here until that Sunday. That's a good time because that's right after Memorial Day. Because like I'm I'm stuck with the Memorial Day birthday, so I always get like the three day weekend with mine. But then also like everything I want to do is always like really busy. Yeah. So if I want to go to Disneyland or something, like, I can't. I think my sister is. Like, she texted me the other day, and she's like, hey, do you mind if if I go away for your birthday? And I'm like, hell yeah, go for it. And I'm thinking, like, she's probably going to Disneyland. Motherfucker. <laughs> but. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited. I'm gonna see him. I'm gonna see the halls. Uh yeah, and Jimmy and Ed also of the scruffies are gonna come down for a night. It'll be good times. I'm so excited for you guys. You guys are gonna have a lot of good food, a lot of record shopping, which yeah, I know luckily you love. I, luckily I don't have to do because I will be working and so he can go during the day with people who are not me. That's just so much music, like all the records. I mean, I I feel very blessed, but also very strange that like I've my only person is Taylor Swift. So like when people talk about like, oh, like Led Zeppelin, uh, Fleetwood Mac, I don't know, other <laughs> other other bands, and then I'm like, I like Taylor Swift. I like what she does with her guitar. I like that she sings about teardrops on guitars and blank spaces. Like that's all I need in my life. I just but. like I don't. It's not that I dislike music. I just don't like care. Like I like the stuff that I like, but I'm like I don't want to find new stuff. I don't like listening to I new know. music. I, like even like when somebody I like puts out a new record, I'm always like, mm, I don't know, I don't like this. It's new. I feel the same way. I've never been a music person where I gravitate towards like artists and finding new people. I just feel like I'm so comfortable with my person that I'm just like, I'm just gonna listen to you for the rest of my life oh, because oh, yeah. I know I, you're yeah. going to grab things for me. I, I have things that I've been listening to since like fucking like middle school and I'm just gonna listen to forever. That's fine. I don't I don't need new th- I don't need new sounds. I also I can't like I'm not somebody who just sits and listens to music. I'll listen to music when I'm doing things. Like if I'm like going grocery shopping or I'm like riding on the subway, I generally have something on. I I can't just sit and listen to a music because it doesn't it doesn't like quiet my brain. Like so, I'm just like it just makes me like anxious because <laughs> I'm just like yeah. too many thoughts. Can't listen to music. like I need like a podcast or an audio book or TV show something dis- more distracting than music. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like I need to be like exercising or something to listen to music or like when I was a kid, I would like have like theatrical performances in my room of like just listening to Taylor Swift songs that like probably the whole neighborhood would hear because I had my windows open. It was really loud. And then like, you know, um, Chuck would be like jumping on, jumping over the my fence and, you know, be creeping on me or something. I don't know. That's a that's a whole ordeal in itself. But yeah, I just I found one person and I stuck with it and like everything else is fine. I mean, the closest I've been to like finding someone and like kinda liking their shit is Olivia Rodrigo, which like she's like mini Taylor Swift in a way. Mm-hmm. Like punk Rocky. I'm from Disney and I'm in my own element now. Like I really like her stuff, but she exists mainly because you know she saw all of the people i liked and made music you know because of her experiences listening to them and i don't know it, it's still cool though i mean music's music like it just it's hard because it's like it's hard to make music and feel like you're copying someone or whatever because there's always all these lawsuits like with ed sheeran and taylor swift had one too and everyone has one i don't know just music's just rough i like my own thing that's it. So I'm glad you don't have to go through that. I know my cousin, I had a cousin that just died recently. And we went to his house on Saturday. 
and he had a shit ton of records. Like, you name it, he had it. Like, Bob Dylan, Beatles, The Stones, Zeppelin, Fleetwood Mac. Um, like, just everyone. Like, he he had so many. And we were able to like, grab, like, a couple. I think Carlos, like, wanted some Zeppelins. But someone came and he grabbed all of them because it really meant a lot to him. And he was really oh, close okay. with him. So he was like, yeah, I'll take these records. So Kevin would probably cry if he saw how many records were there. <laughs> So, one of those things. But, yeah, I, I got some more paintings. I feel like I collect paintings now. I'm that okay. person. I feel like if there's a mountain in the background and some trees, um, it's it's mine. I need it. Okay. So, I got, like, I got four new paintings. Um, okay, that's good. I had to, unfortunately, retire two of them. But one of them is behind the couch. And one of them, um, I'm trying to debate with Carlos to, to keep because it's the Kinkade one. He, we decided to put another painting up above the couch, but Carlos is like, hey, let's sell this one. But I'm like, it's a Kinkade. Like, we can't sell Kinkade. Like, that's like, in 1980s, you're at grandma's house. Like, we need to keep that. Like, that's my aesthetic. But he's like, no, you know, it's not my favorite. And I'm like, I understand it's not your favorite, but like, we're gonna have a bigger place one day. Like, I can put it in a guest bedroom or something. Like, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really hoping that we don't get rid of that one. But also, if someone wants like a thousand dollars for it, like, fucking have it. But that's probably not gonna happen. I'm a greedy, I'm a greedy motherfucker. But, but yeah. So, new paintings. That's been fun. Um, I feel like that's just that. That's, I don't know. That's just what's been going on here. It's paintings and I went to a Queen cover band concert last, was it last, two weeks ago? How was that? It was fine. Um, there was a Billy Idol um, opener that lasted way too long. And mm-hmm. he was dressed like Guy Fieri from the Food Network. Oh, so. okay. So that was interesting. It just lasted too long. So like by the time the Queen got on, like... Everyone was kind of tired. It was really cute, though. Like, and we obviously, like, you know, we know all the Queen songs and everything. And it was cute. It was a cute little venue. Uh, we, ha- we were able to get free tickets. So we just kind of, like, we just hung out in the back, got some beers. I don't know. But it was annoying because um, the people in my row, like, every, like, two minutes would have to get up and go sit back down. Get up and sit back down. I think because, like, they were probably, like, smoking or something or or doing like some i don't know but i felt i was like annoyed i'm like just just sit down just smoke your weed here no one cares but i don't know that's just me so moral of the story if you're at a concert just smoke your weed don't get up and get down like just sit in your seat smoke your weed like it's fine like i won't tell on you like you can give me some too like it's fine fine I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast. Will I go oh. to, like, podcast jail? I don't fucking know. It's legal in California. Oh, I know, but still. But still. I don't know. Rules are rules. I don't know. And especially, like, we're going to go to Japan, too. So, like, having to find out, like, laws and regulations there, too. That's going to be interesting. Like, what's what's different from the states? Like, I, I love finding, like, comparisons. I mean, what are you, what and are you planning on doing? Not anything bad. But I don't know. We'll see. But we're going with Rusty. So I remember before we went to Chicago, Rusty memorized, like, all, like, the penal codes in Chicago and, like, all the laws and everything. Yes. And probably all of them are broken at Echo Pace. 
So poor guy. It's not like you're going to fucking Singapore or something. You're going to Chicago. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. But he's he's so funny. But he's he's getting excited for the trip. I think that's in two years. But it's gonna go by really fast, probably. I know that's crazy. I know. Well, we get visions tomorrow. Yeah. We'll actually have some stars to talk about. I know. Stars to talk about yet. We are recording this on May the third because we're just excellent planners. I think that makes us a better podcast because we understand that like obviously like may the 4th is like the star wars day but like we know that we're better than that and like (laughs) we're just gonna do our own thing because like our listeners understand i mean if we're not going to talk about star wars anyway then there's no point in recording on may the 4th and anyway tomorrow is the live stream of the 400th episode of Blue Harvest, and we didn't want to be recording during that, obviously, because we want to watch our friends. Yeah, we don't, want, we don't want to take thunder or anything. Like, no thunder. No thunder. Also, yeah. like, huge, huge congratulations to those guys. I mean, 400 episodes is bananas. That's so many episodes. And their podcast is great, and I love it, and I love both of them. And Haas's other podcast hit 100 episodes last week. So check that out. That was a really good episode. Congrats to him and Steve. Yeah, I love Steve and I love Hawes and I love Will. So really happy that they're all celebrating these awesome milestones. I mean, Haas has been like, it's like every week he's been putting up a high potion podcast. Like it, it just is crazy. Just like the consistency is just like amazing. Like Haas is such a good podcaster, such a good person, such a good He's so great. And just it's wonderful seeing great people do great things and like be proud of them. Like yeah. it's just one of those where it's like, you know, I have my sign up saying like good job or you know, I'm at a concert and I have the cool poster uh-huh. and I'm like cosplaying cuz like at Taylor Swift cost or at Taylor Swift concerts everyone's been like cosplaying as things. Like there's this song called like Death by a Thousand Cuts and like there's there's a line in it like saying like um like I ask the traffic lights, I'll be all right. And they say, I don't know. And someone like dresses up as the traffic lights. Like it's just, it's, it's so funny. It's just so campy. Like, you know, I would be there like dressed up as an armadillo, you know, just being like, go Haas. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm really happy. Jesus, there's a pole, man. I thought you might be dressed up as Haas, but I like that even better. Yeah. I don't know. I I can't pull off Haas because then I'd have to, to wear a hat and, I don't you're like not a hat. you're not a hat person. I'm not a hat person. Like I I have to wear a hat obviously to protect myself from the sun, but like that's really the only time that like I want to wear a hat. Okay. Paul looks good in a hat though. He really does. He really pulls off the hat and like the beard, like his beard's been looking really good lately. Like get it. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the Haas's move to be in a hat guy was a smart one. It's a good move. Yeah, it's a good move. It's like, like you know, when celebrities just like do something different, like with their hair or something, or change their style, and it's like, fuck yeah, here we go. Like this is yeah. this is Haas's like fuck yeah, here we go era. Okay, I like that. I like it. I yeah. like this era for Haas. Yeah. Anyway, everybody should listen to High Potion and Blue Harvest. Um, this won't. I was going to say you should check out the 400 live stream, but 
we I'm not getting this episode out before then. So you should go and listen to it on your podcast app of choice. Yeah, go listen. Go listen to Will. Go listen to Haas. You know, go listen to High Potion too. Like that's so much fun. Like uh, even though I'm not really, a, I'm not a gamer, but oh, I yeah, really enjoy. I really enjoy those episodes. Maybe one yeah. day they'll do one about Animal Crossing. That'd be fun to talk about Animal Crossing. Just a bunch of adults talking about Animal Crossing and Tom Nook and you know getting your turnips on Sunday. There you Gotta go. get those turnips. <laughs> are you are are you doing any Star Wars things? Did you go see Return of the Jedi in the theater? No, Return of the Jedi isn't my favorite. One of my favorite Star Wars movies. Um, funny enough, it's the first Star Wars movie that I watched with Carlos. Um, we were at Rashad's house and Rashad's like, let me put on Return of the Jedi. And we're just like, okay. It's one of those like good memories. But funny enough, it's like Carlos's least favorite movie because he doesn't like Ewoks. I don't like Carlos anymore. I know, like, it was one of those things, like, I didn't find out until, like, years later. He's like, I don't like Ewoks. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, okay. Well, he just has bad taste. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But he's with me, so he has good taste. Yeah, but he has he, yeah. bad taste in movies. It's, it's fine. It's 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 fine. But, no, I'm not I'm not seeing Return of the Jedi. Um, And plus, like, the only theaters that were showing it were, like, the expensive theaters. Like, I don't want to spend 20 bucks to mm, go yeah. see... Star Wars. I know, like, I'm even, like, I'm going to, like, the Tuesday night movies to go see Guardians, because, like, I don't want to pay 20 bucks to see Chris Pratt. Like, fuck, fuck Chris Pratt. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, like, I want to see Guardians, because I like the other Guardians, but I don't like how long the movie is, and I might just wait. How long's the movie? I don't know, like, three hours or some shit. Oh, James. I know. Fucking James. But it's his last one, so it's fine. He can get he can get away with it. And he can move on to Peacemaker and whatever good things he's gonna do with Superman DC. man. Oh yeah. That's yeah. awesome. If he's doing that one himself. Good for him. I think that's gonna be really good. I fucking loved Peacemaker. If he makes something like Peacemaker or like that's kinda like the vibes that we're getting from DC, like I think that's great. Just give me another season of Peacemaker, man. That shit fucking slaps. Yeah, it fucking slaps, but but yeah, I mean everything with like the Writers Guild right now and making yeah, scripts. Yeah, because yeah, it turns out you should, you know, pay people if they work for you. But yeah, right. Hey, so you live in New York mm-hmm. and the Met Gala was recently. Yeah. Did that affect you at all? No. Does that ever affect you? No, because it's not near me. So oh, like okay. the thing is about like like major things can be happening in the city, but if you're not like in that neighborhood, it just doesn't matter at all. So, other than the Macy's Day Parade, what what bothers you the most? I mean, the Macy's Day Parade is mostly okay, because obviously I'm not working on actual Thanksgiving. It's just annoying, like, the night before when everything is set up and you can't, like, get around the barriers. But, mm-hmm. um... No, there's not a... Ton because like any like you know like you know like the ball drop or anything like that I'm not there then mm-hmm. so mostly it's okay you know occasionally you'll get things like the Pope came and then like a bunch of streets were shut down and they went like he was like doing he was like giving mass at Madison Square Garden I think where they were like going right by there and that's like near my office. So I'm like, Oh God, they're at a bunch of street clothes and like, you know, like walking from the subway was annoying, but we also like saw the Pope's motorcade and that was pretty cool. But 
for the most point, like, you know, like, unless you have to be in the neighborhood where the annoying thing is happening, it's very easy to not even know that it's happening. Yeah, that's interesting. I know because I was thinking about that the other day because I was watching the I I was at a little live stream with the Met Gala going on. I'm like, I wonder if this is affecting Emily at all. Yeah, no, like I just don't even think about that as long as it's not, you know, like if I had to like be around there or I lived around there, that it would probably be a pain. But. Yeah, I know. Thank God living in San Diego, like nothing really happens. I mean, like Comic-Con, but that's like downtown and like that doesn't really affect like where I live. Um, But I was on a flight a couple weeks ago or it was months ago now. And um, that was when when our president, Joe Biden, was visiting San Diego. And we couldn't land because he was in the process of leaving and like we can't land when he's going somewhere because then it creates like a conflict or something. So we kind of had like circle around like Bakersfield for a little bit and like wait until like he was like out of like the area. Oh, that would annoy. I hate circling. Yeah, it was one of those things where like everyone was just kind of like, oh, fucking Joe. And I'm just like, just it's fine. Like we're not. I'm not in a hurry. Like it's, it's just it's the rules, guys. It sucks, but it's the rules. I'm sorry, but but yeah. I forgot where we were, where we were before all the uh, May the fourth. Oh yeah, May the fourth. I think I'm just gonna wear a Star Wars shirt tomorrow. That's oh. it. Yeah, I think my work wanted to do something, but not a lot of people like Star Wars except for like me and some other guy. Who he gave me this like really nice like Art of the Phantom Menace book and I'm like damn it's really nice I know it's yeah, nice not, when you find people like you yeah I'm gonna maybe I'll watch some episode of Visions or I might okay. not like I don't feel the need to like watch that one right away I might just wait and watch it this weekend but I did order the Battle of Endor Heroes Brickhead Lego set. It took me a fucking hour to get it ordered, but I got it. It hasn't come yet, but there's a little Lego wicket you build. I I don't even really care about the rest of them. There's also like Lando and R2 and Luke and Leia, but I just wanted the wicket, but they don't sell it individually. So I had to buy the whole kit. Oh my God. I know. I I was looking at what was going on and I can't believe you got it. I was really surprised. I mean, the thing is, what, what the hilarious and also annoying thing is, you can still get that one. Like, that one hasn't sold out. So, yeah, I was really shocked with how bad the Lego site handled it. So, I think they had, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, five or six new sets dropping at midnight. I was on the site a couple minutes before midnight. And, like, I've bought Lego, like, as it dropped before. I mean, I guess maybe never Star Wars Lego, but other Lego I've dropped. I've gotten on drop. And so I was there a couple of minutes before midnight, and it is, the, immediately it went to a, you know, like, one of those you're-in-the-queue screens. Which is normally, like, fine, because that means, oh, they're throttling the site. They're only letting in a certain amount of time. So, like, once I'm actually in the site, it'll be fine. This, they had a queue, but I don't know if they were actually doing anything with that queue because the site was just error message after error message after error message. Like, even after I was getting, like, got it in my cart, then it was, you know, type in your shipping address, hit save, error message, hit save again, error message, hit save again, error message. And then it finally went to a billing screen and the same thing and the same thing. At one point, 
because I'd had been having so much trouble in the site, when I finally got to the billing screen, like where I was about to submit my order, I saw that it actually had two of those Endor sets in my cart, which meant I had to like, and I couldn't change it from the screen I was on. So I had to go back to the thing. And then when I reloaded the page, it was showing nothing in my cart. So then I like put everything back in. I did the PayPal option of payment because I'm like, I don't, at least that part of it will happen at a different site. But then when it went back to the Lego screen to do the processing, it, you know, like normally it, like you see the little processing thing and it takes like two seconds and it's gone. Mm-hmm. It was just sitting there for like a minute and then I got an error message and, I'm, and then I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if this went through or not. And then five minutes later, when I'm still on the site, like refreshing and getting error messages, I got an email saying that they had my order. An hour. Uh, our friend Dave Strutt said he took two hours for him, and one of the things he wanted got sold out. Although he did find it later at Walmart, but just t- two fucking hours. That's insane. They must have borrowed um, expertise from Ticketmaster. Dude, I don't know what the fuck was happening. It was so bad. There's no way that all ton of people wanted all those Legos, right? I mean, apparently there is. I mean, people do scalp them, but that's just, just crazy. Like, I don't understand. Like, if 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 you know enough to know that you have to set up the, you're in line to get into the store. How you don't have that set so it doesn't like, I mean, the, the, you do that so your site doesn't get the error messages so your traffic doesn't get the site shut down that's the point of the queue system but apparently it was just like it was what it ended up being was just another thing you could end up getting an error message on it was one more step that it could get fuck up did they at least like send out something be like hey we're sorry we fucked up nope oh fuck i mean maybe they maybe they did but i didn't see anything i know fuck lego that sucks yeah, it was very annoying. It was one of the most annoying buying experiences I've ever had. God, that was like the whole day when I was trying to get Taylor tickets. Um, the Ticketmaster just kept crashing. And then like you would get your seats and then be like, sorry, they're taken. Go back. Sorry, they're taken. Go back. Like that was like the most like stressful five minutes of my life. Just trying to figure out, like, hey, what tickets am I getting? And finally, I settled on the ones I got, which are good. But now I want to go back. Yeah, it sucks when, like, you go to a concert early, and then, like, you see other people going, and it's like, damn it, I want to go. But then finding out that, like, she's she's singing your favorite songs for the secret songs, because she sings secret oh, songs, two yeah. secret songs. Right. She did fucking Coney Island. But I was pissed, because I'm like, Aaron Dressner was there last week, and you choose to do Coney Island without Aaron? Like, Taylor, wait! So, I don't know. But yeah, I'm gonna go back. I keep telling, I keep hinting to Carlos, when, like hinting, like being like, yeah, I, re- I really want to go see Taylor again. I really, I really want to go see Taylor again. But like, I think like I would actually have to tell him like, hey, I, I want you to try to figure out a way for me to see see Taylor again. But it's just so expensive. Yeah. But I know that her subreddit's like really good with like resale reselling tickets, like, and they're like so honest and kind and pure hearted, where they're like, we're gonna resell it cheaper. Or at the price that we purchased, because we're good people. So, yeah. That's okay. nice. So I might try to do that, because her last concerts are in Los Angeles at SoFi. 
but I really don't like the new stadium at SoFi because like it's one of those stadiums where it's like one way in and one way out. It's mm. really steep. I was there when I saw Paul McCartney and like you go up the steps and it just it's just dangerous. It's just just dangerous, Emily. I don't want to hurt myself, but I want to see Taylor. So we will see about that. But yes, May the 4th probably watch visions but i don't like feeling like i have to do something star wars like just because it's a holiday like well, yeah i can watch star wars when i want i don't need a fucking day to watch star wars you know it's just like christmas day like i don't need a whole day to to I mean, have christmas, christmas decorations up christmas is good but yeah christmas, christmas is, is also like an actual holiday yeah, that's true. But I mean, I feel like over the years, like people are like, oh, yeah, May the 4th. Because then like Star Wars has like their special Star Wars nights and they have like special things going on. Like they've been really stepping up their like their special nights. Like they had a retro Disney night and they had uh, mother and father come out from the Carousel of Progress. If you know what that is, it's like a very old ride and like two yeah, I, characters. I only know that from podcast the ride talking about it. And I swear to God, like, that was just the greatest thing in the world. Like, I was so upset. I'm like, Rusty sent me that. And he's like, oh, my God, it's it's mother and father. And I'm like, oh, that's my favorite ride. Like, even though it just it's so stupid and lame. And, like, father's an asshole to mother. Just being like, oh, yeah, you, you keep on doing the dishes. You, you you stay on that elliptical. Like, it just it's just one of those rides. Just, it's like... It hasn't changed in 70 years. Brilliant. Oh, but yeah, I know they. I, Luke and Leia were there for pictures. I always love seeing the, the people they choose to be Luke and Leia. That's always fun. But I don't think I'm going to do anything for May the 4th. Just uh, put on my Star Wars shirt and hope that it's a good day. There you go. So we yeah. have... Two weeks of Ted Lasso to catch up on? Yeah. Thank God I actually watched them. I saw I saw that you had watched the most recent episode. So I was like, I need to watch it. I, I can't be behind anymore. Yeah. So, oh, okay. and I, we never actually talked. Did, did we talk about the Amsterdam? Oh, we talked about the Amsterdam episode, didn't we? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, but no, because you hadn't seen it then. Yeah. I, lo- I loved Mystery Man. Oh, yeah, he was super fucking hot and cool and sweet. I know, the foot massages, like, oh, damn. Yeah, that was sexy. No, I loved that one. Um, But, yeah, so we got a really cool Sam episode and then a Keely episode, and I thought they were both really good. They both made me cry. Yeah, it was really gut-punched, the Keely episode. Because yeah. of just everything that Keely was going through with Jack and fuck Jack, just ugh. And, and going back to past episodes where Rebecca was saying that Jack was being really love bomby, yeah. And especially when they're at the mini golf course and she introduces Keely as her that's friend, like friend. that's oh, yeah. that's when I knew. I'm like, mm mm, yeah, yeah. So like, okay, so that's Sam episode. I mean, first of all, Sam is great. We love Sam. Yes. How how great is Sam's dad? Oh my gosh, even greater. Love Sam's dad so much. Um, just like when they get to the restaurant and like he's just. I like that. We we know that he's close to his dad, 
like obviously like you know his dad is the reason that he was inspired to do the protest of their like main sponsor he obviously like we know how important his family was so to finally meet his dad and he's just the like sweetest kindest guy and also when he was talking to rebecca that was amazing and i loved afterwards when sam actually made it awkward and he's just like oh yeah definitely (laughs) and then the reveal at the end that he named the restaurant after his dad that was really sweet and I love the whole team show like obviously like you know the whole team's gonna show up to make the restaurant right but even like knowing it doesn't make it any less beautiful and sweet and also all the stuff beforehand was so funny when when they're doing the practicing the total football and they all have their penises tied together which <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> but it made me laugh really hard especially when Jamie almost lost his and then they all celebrate that his penis is okay. <laughs> I can't believe that they're so scared. Like I just just the, the mentality on that was just really funny. Just Roy's passion about tying it to their dicks was just amazing. <laughs> when Ted takes that step and like hits the string on it's Isaac and somebody else, I think, and like they just both drop. Also, just them all, like, being worked so hard that they're all puking. Um, I loved the pretending to be other people thing and the bit with um, Coach Beard and Will was adorable. Especially when he goes into his office and Will is in, like, complete Beard cosplay (laughs) sitting at his desk. And Beard's like, get the fuck out of my chair. Ah. They... Like, I know we've talked about it before. They've done such a good job of giving everybody moments this season. I mean, they did it in past seasons, too. But this season, I think because it is their last, they've stepped that up. Also, I kind of like Nate again. That's hard. He still obviously needs to own up to his shittiness when it comes to Ted. And leaving the team the way he did. But I was really reminded of why I like Nate. And the thing that that really won me over was when he goes to ask the hostess out. And he goes to the bathroom and he doesn't spit on himself in the mirror. Yeah, I like, was really expecting for him to spit in the mirror. It it seemed like such a big moment for that character. Realizing that that's not who he has to be. Obviously, he still has a way to go. We see that in the next episode with um with Ted being at the game. And obviously, Nate doesn't actually mind, but he can't tell Rupert that because he's... <sighs> still partially a piece of shit and is so like obsessed with people thinking he's smart and cool and strong so he's got a way to go but it was nice to be reminded of why I like him when he was making the little box for her and it's you know such a callback to like when he made the suggestion box back when he was still the kit man and like they're giving it him shit for it and I'm like oh 
he's still like he's still got some sweetness to him. God, though, I, I cringed when he tried to rebrand the Diamond Dogs. I could barely watch that scene. It made me so uncomfortable. I just, I was literally like sitting there, like, like it was like I was watching a horror movie. Yeah, I hated that so much. It was just horrible. Oh no, yeah, yeah. This that like, how do you not realize that you had this amazing special place at Richmond, and that not everywhere is like that? Yeah, and then like the stuff with Jack. Like, so in that first episode, when when Rebecca is kind of warning Keeley, I wasn't sure whether that was going to be. Rebecca is right or whether that was going to be oh Rebecca has her own like baggage and issues but that's not actually what Jack is doing but also I'm like really pretty like sensitive to the love bombing shit um like so I'm when I was like when Rebecca was talking about that I'm like oh no oh no and I was like I'm going to be very very wary of Jack right now yeah, I was I was kind of surprised. Um, I mean, the love bombing went away, obviously, but I think this episode was really weird. Like Jack really like took it up a notch, like especially like the blaming Keely for the the sexting and just how gross that was. Because like yeah. that's Keely's right to send nudes or to send like those videos. I mean, like that's yeah. her consent to to give it to someone else who's also consenting. Like, there's yeah, nothing that, wrong yeah. with that. Like, and like, who are you apologizing to? Yeah, like, that's what I don't understand. Like the fact that she wanted her to apologize for it. Like, apologize again, apologize to whom? For what? Uh, I loved too when all the boys were talking about how to delete pictures and everything off their phone and how all of them were deleting it. But I felt really bad for Colin. I, yeah, that was awful. Um, and because Isaac is a character I normally really love. Like, he's so funny. And we've seen some really, like, good, sweet moments from him before. Like, when he was giving uh, Sam the haircut before his date and all of that stuff. And it just, it was sort of like you're seeing Colin's worst fear there. And I'm not, I don't think they're going to, like, this is not a show where Isaac is going to be some terrible homophobe or something like that. But... Just walking away from him when it could not be more obvious that all he needs is for you to tell him it's okay. I think that Isaac was just mortified that he had done that to Colin because obviously Colin hadn't had the opportunity to come out or anything. And, you know, Isaac probably feels really terrible about what he did and just couldn't communicate it. You know, I'm I'm not like defending his actions or anything because it was horrible what he did. And it just a simple like, hey, like I support you because that's just so like support is, is just so important. But. I really hope that Isaac has the opportunity next episode to like really show like yeah, Colin. That... Yeah, I hope so because I mean obviously like we had that uh, in the answered episode we have that great scene between uh, Jack Krim and Colin and like when you see how scared he is before Trent tells him there's like he's not like he's not gonna out him mm-hmm. and then they have that wonderful conversation when Colin is like I just want to like be able to win a game and then go kiss my boyfriend. And so, like, like 
that scene now, like I just, oh, I just, my heart broke for him. Cause I mean, whatever is actually going on in Isaac's head, Colin has got to be catastrophizing it and thinking the absolute worst is going to happen. Yeah, I feel for Colin. Like, that's just, that's just horrible. Like, especially his fears. Like, I can't imagine living two lives and finding out that, like, that one life that you live is no longer safe. Yeah. So, I'm, 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 look, look, this is a show that has happy endings, so I'm looking forward to that going well. But I was, yeah, I was, like, I was just, like, disappointed in Isaac. I'm yeah this the whole show and how it's ending in it it's like really making me think about like what's going to happen with these characters like um with Rebecca and especially like all the superstitious stuff that's been happening to her especially like this episode like Ted took out like a a green matchbook the matchbook from the Sam's and I wasn't quite yeah yeah I, I I hope that they don't end up together no 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 I am vehemently opposed to them ending up together I want her to be with Amsterdam guy or Sam? Yeah, but I'm leaning now towards favorite. Amsterdam guy. Yeah. I just, I like, Sam and Rebecca have such an insane amount of chemistry that when they were together, I'm like, this is the most amazing thing ever. But since they haven't been together, I'm like, okay, I can see her with somebody else. I can see Sam with somebody else. But I'd also be thrilled if they ended up together because, again, they had crazy chemistry. Yeah. And then, you know, we go back to Keeley where, you know, do we want to see her get back <sighs> with. With Roy and especially Roy asking her who the video was for. And like, yes, Roy knows that he fucked up, but that that you can't you can't unsay that. It just it it doesn't because he's the one who broke up with her, right? Yeah. And also. He knows it's an old video. From before. I don't think he did. Oh, he, well, of course he does. Like, she's obviously, like, you know, she would have, like, he knows that she would have been a couple years younger in that video. I'm not sure. Because, like, I wasn't, when we saw that, like, Jamie came out and apologized to her for the video, like, I was thinking, oh, shit, like, maybe this, I was thinking that it was with Roy. And then when Roy had asked her, like, who was it for? That's, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it was one day that she made, like, when she and Jamie were together. So that would have been at least like two year, two or three, four, you know, years ago when the show is. But again, like it doesn't matter. Like it's just such a shitty fucking thing to ask. Yeah. I just, I don't know what answer like he was fishing for. I don't know. The Roy this season has been a little rough to watch. Like he's been funny, but I mean, I just feel for him because it's like, I know that he's hurting. Because of all everything that's been yep. going on with Keeley, I mean, for something that was so stable in your life to like not be stable anymore, and then you know, obviously everything with the team, like that's just a lot for Roy. And plus him opening up to, uh, to Jamie, like that was really a lot for Roy. Yeah, and there is when um, so I think it was in the Amsterdam episode when Roy learns about. Jack and Keely and like he asks like Rebecca about it and Rebecca's like oh she's somebody who actually thinks she's worthy of Keely and then and then it's like oh okay yeah like I get that Roy would be a guy who doesn't think that he deserves that and we saw that like back when she did the 
like the cover shoot for the like vanity, you know, like Vanity Fair, whatever that was supposed to be that she was being interviewed for. And and he has a things like she's so like amazing and I'm just sort of there. And she doesn't need me. So it's obviously more of that. And it was one of those things, too, that I believe that they had taken out all the pictures of like them together. Yeah. Sucks when things like that happen. Yeah. But whatever. Like, again, like. What a shitty thing to ask her. As much as I love Roy, like, fuck you, dude. Sometimes the people that we love do shitty things. I mean, like. Like, honestly, like, even if they're dating, even if they were still dating, I'd be pissed at him for asking her that. But you're broken up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, just say that you're sorry and that's it. Like, don't add anything. Don't add fuel to the fire. It's not. No, just just like you use your fucking brain. Just use your fucking brain. It's it's not that hard. I'm mad that Jack turned out to be terrible. Um, and I, I, I love that Jamie is the one who stepped up and got it right. I mean, still in my heart of heart, I want Roy and Keely to get back together because I think they are perfect together. But this is the first time I went, if she ends up with Jamie, I could be okay with it. Yeah, because I remember at, it was Rebecca's dad's funeral when he kind of like, Mm-hmm. express his Tell love for her still in love with her yeah and just how complicated things got after that and oh yeah. no kaylee's been through a lot yeah but just the, the the fact that he is the one who just unreservedly tells her that this is shitty and she, she you know he's sorry and the fact that he even like blames himself for it he didn't delete an email but again that's like it's sort of you know it's it's like what he was doing with herself like it doesn't it shouldn't be on him to have to delete it the the it's like just like it's not her fault for making it she made it and sent it to somebody and somebody hacked his shit and stole it the only person to blame there is the person who did that yeah and it just goes back to, like, just the whole episode and just how everything went down how Barbara was the one that had to give her the letter like I really don't like Barbara She's such a buzzkill. I, 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 yeah. Like, I sort of go back and forth on her. And. And maybe this is just me, like, reading too much into it. Because at first, like, I thought it was. She was jealous of Keely and Jack. But then I went, oh, maybe she knows that Jack is a piece of shit. Like when when hmm. she's the one who goes to give her that letter, you know that she, you know, the statement she's supposed to make. I went, oh, maybe that was a problem. Like maybe she just knows that Jack is not a great person. Yeah, that's interesting because especially like she had actually had apologized to Keely, like, hey, I'm sorry this happened. Like yeah. I'm like, wow, like Barbara, that was really nice. But then just other things that Barbara does. Yeah, yeah, mean. yeah. Yeah, she's really mean. I know. Like, I'm very sensitive, so, like, I hear that shit, and, like, thinking of that happening to me, I'm like, I would, like, cry for hours in my office if someone was, like, that sir with me, like, Barbara. Oh, yeah. Especially because being mean to Keely, I would, like, stab people because I love Keely so much, but... 
I know she's just so happy. Like, Ugh. how could you be so mean to someone that's just that happy? I don't know. I fucking love her. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. This was a nice episode, too, because it really talked about, like, Ted's divorce and, like, how he's really still affected by it. And that cute moment when Hey Jude is playing and Coach Beard is talking to their son and just I I love that kind of stuff. Like, I really hope that Ted gets it gets over it. And I mean that as, like, nicely as possible, because, like, that's a really hard thing to get over. But yeah, and that has to happen. One thing I, I loved about his his friendship with Rebecca and it's why I hope they don't go a romantic route is they they're they're such good friends and when she's just so honest with him like when he when she knows when she's doing it like are you sure you want to know like whatever my private detective found and she's like why do you fucking care if she gets engaged anymore like it doesn't matter that part of your relationship with her is over you're never going to get back together with her and I think that's something he really needed to hear. Yeah, he was just focusing on it so much that it was, like, really affecting him. And especially about, like, Dr. Jacob. But that is fucking shitty, though. Okay. They have not talked enough about how shitty that is. Like, I know Dr. Sharon has that line about, oh, that's borderline unethical. No, that's not borderline unethical. That is unethical. I don't know, man. Like, I wouldn't sleep with my therapist. Like, that's just such a weird, a weird thing to do. And, like, I don't know, poor guy. He's obviously trying to make relations with the kid. And the kid's just like, eh, whatever. But I don't know. Like, oh, that's just so sad. But then, like, sometimes, like, his wife or his ex-wife, like, they joke around about stuff. And, like, they kind of have, like, similar humor. And I'm like, damn it, that sucks. But and then that scene where, you know, he wanted to change like both him and Dr. Jacob like go in their pockets. I'm like, go fuck yourself, Jake. Yeah. No, you're not dad. You might play pretend dad when, when Ted's out here, but you're not dad. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Uh, I, and I just, I don't know. I like that episode. I always, he, he's so good at being sad, Ted, but sad Ted just breaks my heart so much. I know he's been having a lot of like anxiety or close to anxiety attacks. And I think it's just because he's just needs to go home. Yeah, he does. But he needs to, you know, like get the team right first. And they're getting there. They are playing well now. The total football thing is working. Jamie's taking a real good leadership position. Yeah. Good for Ted. Good for the team. Maybe Roy will take over when they go. Yeah. I'm I'm interested to see if they have Nate come back. Or if he, you know, like somehow like there's a downfall with Rupert and he can stay at West Ham. But if Rupert is still at West Ham, then Nate cannot stay there. Yeah, Rupert, I don't know, Rupert will just do something stupid with the secretary or that bugs me. He's such an that. asshole. I hate him so much. He's so awful. His interactions with Rebecca are just horrifyingly oh, bad. He's so cruel and awful. 
And, like, he's unnecessarily cruel, too. Like, especially, like, him having a baby with his, like, new wife, like, just to, like, spite Rebecca. Like, because that's oh. all Rebecca wanted. And it's just so wrong and so fucked up. And that scene where she's, like, telling him, like, stop this shit. Like, I saw you with the secretary. Like, cut it. I love that. Go, Rebecca. Trying to make things right for shitty people. Yeah. I love that we have so much passion for talking about Ted Lasso versus Star Wars. Oh, okay, we don't have any Star Wars to talk about right now. No, but I'm I'm saying also, that's a Ted positive is, thing. Also, Ted Lasso is good. Yeah, Ted Lasso is better than a lot of Star Wars that we've seen. Oh, lately. absolutely. I'm still recovering from that finale. Ugh. Still haven't seen it. Ugh. Well, we get, well, I mean, you're not going to watch Ahsoka, right? I don't know. I might like see what it is, but no. I'll tell you about it. Just like my really good Mandalorian reviews. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I'll probably be better with it because, like, I actually know the Rebels characters. And I, like, mm. kind of care about some of them. So it'll be cool to to see them again and whatever, whatever other Star Wars things are are happening but not a lot yeah but next week next week we'll have the uh visions so. yeah i know i i, I want to try to see if i can rewatch like the old visions before i watch the new visions like even though like they're all completely different stories like just to get myself like vision ready like i need to have like 2020 vision before watching visions so wow 2020 vision yeah yeah. On that note, is there anything else we need to talk about? I mean, maybe you need a new podcast co-host. <laughs> I mean, that's always an option. I don't know. I've been I've been doing pretty good this past uh what two two four what are we at? I think it's two three seven. At least that's what I that's what I said at the beginning of the episode. So I hope it's two three seven. I don't think it's two three seven. I think maybe it's. Uh, let me let me check the podcasting app. Library. What's my name? Canto Byte. 256. 257. We're oh, at 257. 257. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, because huh. I was thinking, I'm like, we passed 250, right? Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah, we did. Yeah, no one celebrated no. but us. What happened was, like, yeah. when I was, like, because I went to hit, like, make my little backup recording i labeled it as 237 because mm -hmm. i had, i look i checked the app before i made it and so i think i just typed it in wrong and then when i was good to going to do the intro i just looked at that so yeah okay that makes sense it's okay i mean at least you didn't shave off your eyebrow that's true yeah i'd rather get the podcast name wrong but rather than shaving off my eyebrow <sighs> all right Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Canto Brit. What about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is at Canto by Pod, and you can send us email CantoByPod at gmail.com. Great. All right. Sounds good. We'll watch Visions. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, and then we'll have more Ted Lasso to talk about. Oh, other than that, 
we will talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a ghetto bitch. Brittany the Ginge and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, ghetto bitch number one.